Welcome to the Arena Podcast, the only podcast that deals with sports in an arena. I don't know. That, that, that was bad, right? <laughs> I mean, that's a terrible <laughs> intro. What kind of the only the only podcast to do? Oh, my goodness. That's a terrible I, way to start this. You know, you know what it is? I'm, I'm kind of trying to find organically a tagline for our podcast. We still don't have one. You know, it'll so, come. It'll yeah, come. I, I guess it'll come and stuff. You know. Um, anyway, folks, I am Walt, and I'm joined by, as always, considering this is our second podcast, Gabe. <laughs> hey, what's up, everyone? What's going on? You are just out of curiosity. Are you watching the? We're we're, we're taping on Monday night. Um, are you watching the Monday night football game? I'm not watching it, but I am following the score. I see that the uh, Steelers are uh, putting the beating in the hurts on the Browns. Can so, I, can what I, is it, 13-0 right now? Yeah, it's 13-0 right now. Um, Mayfield is having a disappointing game, much like his disappointing season this year. Yeah. Um, the, the one thing I, I wanted to mention of this game, aside from the fact that this is Roethlisberger's last game, in Heinz Field, right in Pittsburgh and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, and thankfully, they are still "quote unquote" in the hunt for a, the, a playoff spot. Um, what is it like two percent? I think they they have a chance. I don't know, but with the way that this season's been going, everybody seems to have a shot at the true. playoffs. So, but, but but the thing that that really cracked me up. So I've, I've been watching this game from the beginning, and you can tell that they really just don't give a you know what. Because they've already gone for two in in the first quarter alone, they went for two fourth down plays. Ben is throwing the ball all over the place. Uh, let me just give you this halftime stat, which I found interesting. Uh, Mayfield is four fifteen for fifty eight yards, an interception, and two sacks. Okay, it gets God. better. Big Ben, one TD, one interception. He's been sacked once. This is at halftime. He is 20 of 34 for 96 yards. Now, unpack that. He's thrown the ball in the first half 34 times. He's halfway on his way to 70. But he only Jesus. has 96 only yards. 96. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, that, that, if anything, that's indicative of this, this season, this NFL season. Uh, it's, it's crazy. For a, lot, for a lot of teams out there. Um, two in particular over here in the Northeast. Yeah, which we'll I think we'll that. get into. Yeah, we'll get into. We we'll have into. to. We have to. I don't want to, but we have to. Yeah. Well, I mean, after all, it's, your, it's what we're in here for. You have your gripe. I have my gripe. So, but we'll talk about them later. Um, Real quick, before we get into the thing, do you how, yes, how do you feel about Baker Mayfield? Do you like Baker Mayfield? Baker Mayfield? How do you feel about him as a quarterback, um, as a Brown? Nice. He is not what I think people expected him to be. Oh, that's for sure. And I think I would let, – let's put it this way. I would not be surprised if the Browns find another quarterback at the end of this year. Well, I, mean, I wouldn't be surprised either. I also don't think that Baker Mayfield actually really even wants to be there. So um, I don't know. I like, him, I like him as a quarterback. I just don't think that he's – He's in the right um, arena, I guess. <laughs> there you go. He's not, he's not in the. Uh, he's not in. He's not on the right squad. I don't think he has 
the um He's got the right people around players. him for the, they got some good players, but I don't think they got synergy. Uh, but then again, it's the Browns. When have they ever had good synergy? So I mean, um, you know, it, I feel like it, it's it, underutilized. This this team is really a team that the sum of its parts wait is lesser than the greater of its whole. Did I even say that right? I have no idea, but it sounded good to me. Okay, uh, they they have really good really good players at pretty much every position. They just don't mesh. You yeah, know what I'm saying. But you know what? I'll wow. take Baker Mayfield over here in New York. So, listen, listen. I, I I could probably find the guy on the street that could probably pay quarterback better than what you've got right now. You know? <sighs> no. Well, yeah. As far as our backups go, yeah. Well, we're anyway. going to talk about them in in a bit because uh, I I think uh, we really really need to get into that. But let, let's talk about. Um, two legends that have passed just recently. Um, I'm talking about John Madden, and I'm also talking about Dan Reeves. Um, and I, I, I don't know if this is just me and my personal feelings or whatever, but I, it almost seems like Dan Reeves is kind of getting slighted because of John Madden. He, um, you know, he you is, know? he is, but John, John Madden is such a yeah, he's, he's huge. such a he's huge, not just physically speaking, but. He's he's just such a larger than life character. He's uh he's he's brought football to the masses. He's made I I think I would credit him with uh single-handedly bringing the younger generation into you know Absolutely. the households and stuff like that just off of the John Madden games. Yeah. You know? So um that alone I think has made football and his name synonymous in a household name with football itself. So, um, I, I mean, so I, you know, it doesn't matter. You know, I, you know, I joke, but it could have been mother Teresa and John Madden still would have overshadowed her. So yeah, that, that, that is true. I mean, you're, you're talking about a guy who I think currently right now has the highest winning percentage as a coach. Um, and you know, the thing about it is that he's, he's not, he has not only been successful in the coaching arena, you also have to look at his broadcasting. He won 16 Emmys. He's He's been on four he, networks. He, he also, I mean, that's the thing. That's what makes him a legend. Not only is he a legend on the field as a coach um, with, you know, the Raiders, I think that he created the persona of the Raiders by the way that they played, by the way that he coached sure. them. Yeah. Uh, but he also changed color commentary. You know, he made color commentary he made the analysis commentary what it is today where we now always have to have the actual play-by-play commentary and then the analysis the analysis guy is the person that everyone really you know listens to and watches games for um and i think that he single-handedly created that uh that industry you know and i'm not just talking about football i think that that's across all sports you know, I think that uh, every every sport, every color commentating team tries to capture the uh, the the essence that that Madden was with a mic. Yeah, absolutely. So. And and you, you go and transition that, and like you mentioned, video games, the impact that his name has had on the video game genre and and football in particular. I mean, you know. I still remember playing the first man in football and it was just like, wow, it's, this is, this is amazing. And you hear the color commentary coming through the screen and you're playing a video game. 
Um, but, you know, it's it's more than that because, you know, we've gotten into the Madden curse in terms of uh, I know, right? the, the covers the cover. and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, for a while, if you were on the cover of Madden, you either sucked that season, you got injured, right? And you even look nowadays where, you know, players are actually referencing Madden and wondering what their ratings are going to be in the game when the game comes out. I mean, you right. know, that's, that's impactful right there. So, you know, John Madden was a legend like no other. I mean, he, yeah. like you said, Mother Teresa, you know, God forbid, passes away and stuff like that, you know, and it's just it's still John Madden, you know, and yeah. he's yeah. so larger than life. Um but we also have to talk about Dan Reeves because he is no slouch either. I mean, um, I'll admit I, I don't know much about Dan Reeves. I well, don't Dan know Reeves, too much about Dan Reeves. I, I will I will let you I will inform you a little bit with him because um, he was probably a little bit before your time. But he started out with the Broncos coaching. I mean, he was a player before. I believe he was a receiver, but he is most well known in terms of coaching uh, for being the Denver Broncos coach. And he did have a career after that. Um, I mean, after he left the Broncos, he did go to the Giants for a couple of years. I think um, he uh, he took over the job from Hanley. I don't know if you remember that guy, but he was, uh, he was not a good coach. <laughs> um, he took over that team. That team, was, that team was good at the very beginning. I think they went 11-5 and five in his first season, if I remember correctly. Um, but then they kind of tailed off. He was fired, and then he went to Atlanta, and he took Atlanta to a Super Bowl. Also, yeah, I think Atlanta is what I I've recognized most of him. Yeah, you know, for the Falcons, so he will always be linked in in my mind anyway with John Elway because he was John right. Elway's coach. Um, they went to three Super Bowls, and unfortunately. Dan Reeves is going to be remembered as the guy who reached for Super Bowls and lost all of them. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and with the Broncos, some of he's them. The Brett Favre. He's the Brett Favre of coaching. Yeah, and he he lost some in spectacular fashion with the Broncos. Um, and ironically enough, when he when he made it uh, with Atlanta, I think they were fourteen and two in that Super Bowl season. That's also the season where. He had his quadruple bypass surgery. Oof. Um, but 14 and 2, and he ended up going up against the Broncos with the coach that replaced him in Denver. Oh, oh man. That's gotta, that's gotta suck. And that's lost. gotta be so hard. So yeah, I Dude. think it was uh it was Mike Shanahan. Mike Shanahan who who beat him. Oh crap. So um yeah, but you know he didn't have the greatest career with the Giants, but you know he's still a. a but I know that he had a, he had, he had a he had a decent tenure with the Giants. He was with them for what six years, something like that. I believe so. I, I let me see if I can find. Let me it. see if I look that up. Um, we need we need a guy. We need a, a guy on the computer. You yeah, know, no, a third guy that can be like the stack guy. You know. Yeah, so the the first year Ray Hanley um had a six and ten season, he came in and and took the Giants to like I said before, eleven and five record, beat the Minnesota Vikings in the wild card, but they lost in the divisional round. But then after that, he really didn't do all that well because his teams with the Giants were twenty and twenty eight 
in the next three years, and he was fired uh, at the end of that last season. So, um, you know, he his like I said, he made his bones in Denver and Atlanta. Um, unfortunately, the Giants didn't. Yeah, for him. Yeah. And just to correct that, he was only with them for three years. I just realized ninety three to ninety six. There you go. You know, before so, he went to the uh, Falcons. But yeah, um, seventy seven I mean, years it, old. Yeah. years old. Um, but still a very storied uh, career, you know. Yeah. I, even though, you know, making it to the Super Bowl is it, it, at all an is an achievement. It's an accomplishment. It's an achievement. Oh, making it four times across two teams is it's also still a huge accomplishment. Um, I think that uh, I, I think that there people are pining to have him uh, included into the Hall of Fame posthumous. So, um, you know, someone like that, someone that's made it, you know, especially from a coaching perspective, I think, you know, deserves a recognition, even yeah. if he never got the chip. And, and a disciple of Tom Landry, just to note. So, um, you know, it's uh, it's unfortunate that we lost two legends in one week. I know, man. I know. I know. But there it is. Um, Let's talk some football, man. I mean, football Football this do we week. Really, do we really have to? Do we absolutely this really, really have to? Bonkers. Bonkers, I tell you. I mean, you, you look at the stuff that happened with some of the games this weekend. You had Baltimore, who is strugg- have been struggling with Lamar Jackson out. Um, I think they've lost. They were eight and three. They've lost five in a row. Because Lamar Jackson is in there, which shows how important he is. Um, the problem with them, and and I don't know if, if you've been following them. I have Har- Coach Harbaugh of the team in two of those games decided to go for two point conversions instead of kicking the field goal, and because of that, he lost two games. So you look at you look at the Ravens now, who are. I believe officially out of the playoffs at eight and eight, they can conceivably be ten and six right now if he had made those coaching decisions go the other way. So, well, uh, real quick though, the Dolphins are eight and eight. Where 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 do they stand on the playoff run? Are they also out? Or do they still have a chance? So the Dolphins won what seven straight? And they won seven straight. They just lost against the uh, Titans, I believe. And that's how savage uh, the NFL is because seven straight, you lose one and you're out. They they're are out, done. out. They are done. They're done. They There's are. no mathematical possibility that they, they can are gone. Oh my god, that sucks because that would have been that. That would have been a heck of a story. Yeah, you know, uh, but I was hey, kind of ruined for them since I have nobody roof over here in New York next year. Um, <laughs> officially, officially, if we look at the the teams that are on the bubble in the AFC. Um, it's the Raiders at nine and seven. It's the Steelers who are playing today at seven, seven and one. And it's the Baltimore Ravens. They still have a mathematical uh, chance. And I but I believe the last time I checked, it's like one percent. They literally have to have everybody lose in front of them. So, so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, Lamar Jackson is going to try and play next week. So. Hey, stranger things have happened, right? Chances of chances. Well, speaking of strange things, I mean, we got to talk about the Jets. We got to yeah. talk about the Jets. We got to talk about Antonio Brown. Antonio and we got to talk Brown. about we got to talk about that 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 final play. Well, Antonio Brown 
is still technically a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Not, 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 not yeah. off of No, no, no. He still is. Not, not from what Aria says. No, no. Ar- Ar- yes, Bruce Arian ha- has said Arian. he's off the team, but they haven't released him yet. There is some, there is some, something going on between the NFLPA and the the team that's barring them from releasing him outright. So as we speak right now, yes, Bruce Arian says he's never going to play for Tampa anymore. But technically, he's still on the team. Well, he signed yeah. he, he signed a one year deal last season. That's the this is uh, the, yeah he did. Um, what's the deal here? I mean, do 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 we even know what happened exactly? Is there or is there any kind of reporting? What exactly was the issue? And he I have wanted not to go, been able to get up to date. He he wanted to go to the nut game today. So he he was he was at the Nets game. Uh, no, 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 no! I want to know what happened in the actual okay. football game. So, <laughs> I saw that he was at the Nets game with those ridiculous glasses. Yes, but, exactly. But um, I need to know what exactly. So it's weird because we were watching the game, you know, and um, as good loyal Jets fans would, absolutely, absolutely. And the thing about it is that even the announcers didn't know what was going on because you're watching the game and all of a sudden they cut to the the end zone and there he is streaking without a shirt. And it's funny because he nearly got tackled by the stadium personnel because they thought he was a guy coming out of the stands and trying to streak onto the field. Yeah. Yeah. And somebody had somebody had to tell him, no, that's Antonio Brown, and they chilled. So what what ended up happening is he he went to the sideline. He's he was fuming the entire game. Let's put it that way. He was he was in a mood, and so on one of the particular plays, I think it was mid in the middle of the third quarter, he ends up going to the sideline, and you see him. Just trying to take off his, yeah. his thing. Yeah, and you see, you actually see the, the, the some of the some of the, the the people on the side trying to calm him down. Trying to Mike tell Evans, him like, hey. Mike yeah. Evans, one of the receivers said was was trying to calm him down and say, "Dude, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this." And he was like, "Screw it." And then you know, Mike Evans was like, "Whatever, man." Homeboy took off his his shirt, his his, his jersey, padding, everything, his pads, dropped them on. He actually threw them onto the bench. He took off his shirt. He took off his gloves. He threw it into the stands, and then he ran into the locker room while the game was going on, ran onto the field, went to the end zone, ran across, giving the peace sign to the the, the Jets faithful in the Meadowlands. Well, MetLife Stadium, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And then he bounced. <laughs> the reason he's giving is that he had an ankle injury. Wait, hold on. He's saying that he had an ankle injury, so that's why he was able to just run off the field with this ankle injury. Yes, he sir. ran into the end zone, yes, started hollering and waving yes, his hands sir. and everything with an ankle injury. Yes, sir. Is there, is there anything else coming out from the Bucks that organization? Is, that is all I hear. Um, afterwards, you, you did hear Bruce Arians said he's never going to play for this, this right. organization again. You did hear Brady kind of um in, in a very Brady very, seemed to kind of be a little bit on on brown yes. side he was kind of like hey man you guys got to like kind of calm down everybody's got well, like issues or whatever something like that he actively campaigned to get him on the team right exactly you know so um 
he, I, I'm going to put it to you this way. This is the last time we're probably going to see Antonio Brown on an NFL on an NFL. Well, we're also probably last season that we're going to see Tom Brady altogether. So, yeah. So, um, I think the man is done. Um, and it's, it's interesting because, uh, Tony Dungy on football night of, in America on Sunday, um, he, he had this quote about, uh, Antonio Brown. He said, the NFL, we're not doing him any favors if we keep signing him and keep rewarding this behavior. Don't sign him until he gets some help. So there, there are some definite issues with Antonio Brown that he needs to kind of square away yeah, with himself. Yeah. Um, and you know what? There is a measure of truth to what Tony Dungy is saying because, you know, one of the things that happened is that when, you know, you continue to uh what's the word i'm looking for continue to act out guy out prop him up you know give him you know like you're you're enabling his behavior yeah yeah that's true you know you give a you you give someone like that a stage and exactly you know they're they're, you know you just don't know what's going to happen once they're on the stage once they're on the stage you can't do anything but try to use a coat hanger to pull them back right yeah, and it's, it's it's really a shame because the dude is super talented and whatnot. Not a coat hanger, a cane, right? Like what they would use in like the, the, the Apollo the, Theater. Like the, the Apollo Theater, a cane to pull him by the neck. Yeah, you know? just, just <laughs> get him out there, you know, do the the little dance and whatnot. I've only I've only seen that in Looney Tunes. Oh, you got to you got to go to the Apollo Theater, man. I think it's the Sandman. He comes out the Apollo Theater. You know how it works, right? It's a talent show. People go up. They either sing and dance or whatever. Yeah. And if the audience doesn't like them, the Sandman comes out, gets that cane, and pulls them right off the stage. So, yeah, that's awesome. That's yeah. crazy. It, it is. What well, it is. well, other stuff happened in that game. To be honest, I, I need to know what your thoughts are on uh, that that final the final Jets drive, right? The uh, the where they were fourth two? and one. Was it fourth and two? I it thought it was, was fourth, fourth and one. I thought it was closer to just one yard. Listen, if it was fourth and one, you and I wouldn't be having the type of discussion we're about to have. You know, you think so? It was a fourth and two play, and it was. Uh, it, well, all right, it, all right, guys. So let's let's set this up, right? Because yes, we're we're under we're it. under we're under two minutes. I think it was like a minute thirty something, right? A minute forty something. There okay, enough two, time for enough two minutes, time. 17 seconds, if I remember. Two minutes, right. 17 seconds. Okay. Yep. Enough time for, I mean, that's a lot of time for Brady to have the ball. Okay. Yes. And and the, the, the play call was a, uh, they wanted to hand it off to, to so, what's his name? So here, here's, let, let's, let's set the scene. So um, the, the, the Jets were, were actually playing their asses off. Uh, part of my yeah, time. I mean when I when I saw when I saw the score and everything when I'm reading the highlights up up until the third quarter I was like oh my god the Jets are they're freaking kicking ass they, they were leading the the world champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers 24-10 late into the third quarter um, and you know they were applying pressure and you, you're talking about a team that has three Pro Bowlers on their line. And they were applying pressure to Brady. And, you know, whenever you, we put pressure on Brady, that's when he has his hard times, you know. The Giants yeah. exploited that in their two Super Bowl runs. And every t- and you see every time that a team 
has success against Brady, it's because they make him uncomfortable in the pocket. And that's what the Jets were doing this game. You know, they were actually applying pressure and leaning 24 to 10. Now, Zach Wilson was playing probably the best game of his career. So From what I understand, this is the best Jets game of the last who knows when. It, it has been, you know. The, there were, the, you know, they were running the ball competently. I mean, with the exception uh, of uh, that, that, that. Uh, I don't want to call it a fluke. I want to use a different term for this, but the Mike F and White game. Yeah, <laughs> you know, which, when those stats came out, it was a fluke. Yeah, it, it was really a fluke. Was. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate you know? because it was it, that, that looked like a fun game, but uh, yeah, Zach yeah. Wilson is back and he played his butt off. He did, and I think you know what—the fact that he um he stayed out with his injury and got a chance to kind of like look at the game from the sidelines is uh, you're seeing the improvement here. You know, he's he looked like a confident quarterback yesterday. Um, he was he was hitting his throws, which is something that he hasn't really been doing all all season long. And there were a couple of throws there where he really threaded the needle, and you can see the talent that this kid has, and that's why. Us as Jet fans, we're very, very excited, right? I don't um, normally see Jeff at Jet games. Yeah, but yeah. I am definitely going to sit down and take a look at this game and watch it. I'm gonna actually gonna gonna you know put my metaphorical blue big blue jersey somewhere in the corner well, and if you sit do, and watch this game because if from, you from, do from, get I do want to see if you do yeah. get a chance to watch it. Understand that one of the problems that we had with Zach was you know. Um, he was playing what we like to call hero ball, right? Um, zipping the ball when the guy's like two feet in front of him. Uh, he didn't master t- the touch aspect of, of quarterbacking because a lot of the times either he was slinging it in there at 100 miles per hour or he was doing it too soft and, and dumping it into the dirt. Well, I mean, you know, he's, he, he, he's still, he was still playing college ball. Yeah, you know? exactly, exactly, and and yeah. a lot of a lot of times, um, you know, he was when you had checkdowns that he could have made, um, he was kind of rolling out of the pocket and going deep. But I digress. He had a very very good game. The the Jets were running the ball. You know, you had pretty much every aspect of the the game playing well until we hit the very end of the third quarter and the fourth quarter, and of course. You know, I go to my wife, we're, we're listening to the game, and, you know, I, I said, it's 14 points. That's not enough. We need not more for Brady. points. Not for, not Brady. for Brady. And sure enough, that's what happened. You know, he he got him down, and it, it brings you to the infamous um, fourth and two. So the score here is 24-20, yes. right, if I'm not wrong? Okay, so, okay, we're four and two. Okay, and with 217, that's a ton of time for Brady, and Brady can make anything happen with that long of a drive. He knows how to play the clock. He knows how to play oh, absolutely. timeouts and everything. He knows no, how to – they, they, they didn't have any timeouts. They had no timeouts, yeah. No. But he knows how to play the clock. He knows he knows how to get that drive down close enough oh, yeah. to, to make something happen, right? Uh, you have an opportunity to kick and make it a seven-point lead, and you didn't because – Again, you guys know that Brady can make it happen. So a seven-point lead wasn't enough. Right. If you kick the ball and give it to Brady with that much time, he's just going to bring it down, possibly get a touchdown and a field goal and tie the game and go into overtime, mm-hmm. right? So instead, they draw up a play 
where uh, they want to hand it off to what's the uh, the Braxton the back- Berrios? Braxton Berrios, yeah, they had all intentions to hand it off to Braxton Berrios, but apparently they didn't communicate that to Wilson. He yeah, played. So- he mm-hmm. played. He he ran the play the way that he, it was designed. It was either handed off, but if you see an opening, quarterback sneak. Okay, but they didn't tell him that. Like, I know that's the play, but just just give it to Barrios. Yeah, and Zach that- Wilson did not get that message. That, that's the problem. And it's funny because they called the timeout prior to running that game, that play. And so um, there's there's two things that, that you take away from this. And I, I'm I'm a big fan of SNY's um, Jets game post, post game, the Jets post game afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, and those guys are incredible in terms of breaking things down. But I, I think in their criticism, they probably took it a little bit too far because after we got the explanation from Robert Sala, um, where like you referenced, you know, he had the play was set up as a quarterback sneak. Okay. That is, that is the main objective of that thing. But really what the, what the quarterback there is supposed to do is he's, he's got to read the defense. And so, you know, if he sees that the defense is crushing the, the line, he is supposed to then go to the secondary thing, which would be Braxton Barrios running, you know, running, um, I, I forgot what it is. He's running across, he's running across the sideline. I, darn it, I can't, I can't remember. I, I'm, I'm feeling really stupid right now because I'm a football guy and I know this, right? But that's supposed to be the secondary play. And so what, what Zach said is that he saw that nobody was in the A slot. Okay. Now, for football people and for the for our audience here, I'm going to explain to you what the A slot is. And usually, when when you're looking at a defense, the A slot is when a defensive player occupies the space between the center and the guard. Okay. Fine. You want to say that he saw that there was nobody there. But the problem here is that you had the nose tackle right above the center. And so when you're looking at this as a quarterback, uh, an experienced quarterback will look at this and say, you know what? Yeah, there's nobody in there. But all it takes is one step for that guy to occupy the A slot. That is not a play that you make at that time. First of all, he didn't read the defense. Secondly, okay, you're fourth and two. You do not run in any way, shape, or form a drop, a quarterback sneak with two yards. It just doesn't work. That is not what a quarterback's supposed to do. That is not what a quarterback sneak is supposed to do. A quarterback sneak is a yard and under. For him to go over and get into that, into that, um, it, on the line underneath the center, and think that at fourth and two you're going to make that with a quarterback sneak. What are you stupid? All that right. is the that well, is the right. stupidest so- thing that I've ever seen. And when I saw the play, I said, "What the hell is going on here?" Now, the guys on SNY, and I, I'm going to let you, you know react to this but the guys in SNY took it one step further and they said you know what this is the kid showing his ego here he wanted to be the hero of the game because 
if you he and and this is why they they say they're saying what they're saying kind of similar to what we're, we're talking about right now fourth and two tom brady is one of the best guys at, at, at quarterback sneaks in the game right now even he is not stupid enough to go fourth and two with a quarterback sneak. So they're okay, like, so, you know, all right. So, so, but, but really, who do you put the blame on? Do you put the blame on Zach Wilson, who ran the play, how he was taught to run the play, or do you put it on? Do you put it on Robert Sala and the uh, offensive coach because so the offensive coordinator? Because, because look, here's the thing, okay. And I like, I actually like Zach Wilson's response to this. Okay, Zach Wilson's response was that look. He played. He 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 ran the play the way that they played in practice. Okay, uh, hold on, hold on. You're shaking your head. I, I hold on, hold on. He ran the play the way that they practiced it. Okay, they call the play, so he's going to run the play the way that they practiced it. Okay, and he also said that he made the judgment call based on what he saw, and he said that like if he had handed off to Barrios, of course. Anything could have happened there, too. He could have been stopped, and they would have been chiming in on, well, why did you hand it off to Berrios? Why didn't you, you know, take the quarterback sneak? Like, is Berrios, this really... Berrios would have walked into the end zone. We don't know that. That is... Oh, was that, hold on. What Zach Wilson to... said, what Zach Wilson said is correct. Nope. That it's anything... If he had been stopped, let me ask you this. If he had been stopped, if Berrios had been stopped, okay, would 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 we be, would we be upset at Zach Wilson nope. for... You know why? Because Berrios was having a hell of a game, and if we if, cannot predict what would have happened, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You give you give the ball to the guys that are playing the best at the time. That's understandable. That's, but that's, not, that's, that's not what I'm asking you. That's not what I'm asking you. I'm asking you if Berrios had gotten the ball and he was stopped short of the the, the first. I would have been mad. I would not have been mad because you know what that. Way it goes, way it goes. You have you've been running the ball like crazy on 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 the on the Bucks the entire game. Listen, if you run it and you get stopped, stuff happens. But don't tell me that you're going to run a quarterback sneak with two yards. Correct, that, that, but again, this is why I say, was, like, is this Zach Wilson? Meant, is this Wilson or is this I Salah? Think, I think it's all three of them. I think it's. Nah, it's, I don't put it on Wilson at all. Oh no, I don't put I it on don't. Wilson at all. I don't put it on Wilson at all. Well, how are you going to put it on Wilson when he's doing his job? He they told him, hey, like, hey, first year quarterback, here's the play that we've been playing uh, that we've been running in practice. I want you to run that play just like we run it in practice because they didn't tell him. They didn't. No, 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 because they didn't. Tell, hold on, because they didn't tell him like we re, we run it like this in practice, but hand it off to Barrios. They didn't tell him that. All they said like, here's the play from practice. Run it. He went and out and what? did his job. Okay, you don't kill a messenger, right? A quarterback's a you moron. Then. No, see that's because terrible. That, this, is, that is, this is ridiculous. That is, this is such no, a Jets. No no no, 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 no. Hold on. This is such a Jets fan thing to do. This guy, he's showing you promise. He's showing you something that we don't have in the Giants, and what a lot of teams that are pining for some sort of hope with a, a rookie quarterback. He's showing you some good stuff, and then you're gonna call him a moron. Oh. That's because football you're gonna 101, call though. That's 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 not, you don't you get taught that in Pop Warner. That oh that is not goodness. that is you, not you, you Jets fans are terrible. It, Jesus Christ. There's a, there's a reason him. why. 
There's a reason why you have audibles because you know what? You're supposed to go up into onto, onto the line. He's still a Read rookie. The He's still a rookie. That he's is, been reading. That is, he's, that all right. Is let me ask you this: Do you think that? Do you think that he's not been reading the defense that entire game? So, so let me ask you a question: If at and I'm I'm going to go crazy on this one. Fourth and five, and they tell him, "Okay, here's the play: run a quarterback sneak." That's a little bit different. First of all, first of all, that's a no, little bit different. It, no, 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 really, really not. I'm exaggerating no, no, it. But I understand way. that. I understand that. But here's the thing. It's here's the, the thing. same Here, thing. No, 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 no. Here it's is the, the thing. Here's thing. the thing. Here's the thing. Okay, fourth and five. It's a quarterback sneak with Barrios as an option. He'll probably go to Barrios as an option because it's five yards. Of course, that's just a dumb thing to do. But when it's fourth and two, his job is to have the confidence. That he in his coach and his coordinator, he's brand new to this game. This is first year as an NFL quarterback. Like, how can you? you How can you? I can understand if it's his third year, fourth year, fifth year. Yeah, that's on you because you have enough experience to know that hey, your that your coach is doing you wrong here. But this is his first year, and he's been running. He's been running all the plays that he's been given that entire game, and he's been having success. All right, you've got the big fatties up on the line here. You, I, 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 I understand sure, that. I'm I understand sure that he's heard of the name Nandamakan Sue. I'm pretty sure he knows I understand who the venue that. that is. These guys, they weren't hiding their defense, they weren't I disguising that. But it doesn't listen, listen, it line. doesn't matter. Listen, on your very first day on the job of whatever job you've ever had, I guarantee you. That even if you felt something was dumb, you still had full faith and confidence that you were doing the right job when your bosses actually asked you to do something. You didn't question uh, anything that you, in your first year at work, you did not question anything that your bosses asked you to do. Uh, uh, yeah, not actually, to them. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I, I don't. I don't aspire to that. You know what? You tell me what to do, and I do it when I know that it's wrong. I will call it out. And I on your very done, first job, I've first year, everything. Very, this is this, is I, this guy's first. NFL quarterback. He's been playing season. football for, a, a, I would have to say, over 10 years. Is the NFL the same as college? Are you it really going to say that? No. It does matter. What? Come on. Plays, plays are the Come same. On. Plays no are way. the same. No if way. No, no, no. Plays are the same. The, the plays are the same, but the environment is different. Okay? And which Everything makes it even is worse. If you see that there's three fatties up on the line and they're crowding the line of scrimmage with seven in the box and you're no, going to no run way. a run play? I'm not I'm not I'm no not putting way. I'm not putting that on Wilson. I would put it on Wilson if he has experience. Guess what? He doesn't have experience. But, but I'm not pulling I'm not putting it all on him. I understand that, but I, I would have put it at all on Wilson. I would I, definitely not call him a moron. Can't, can't. I can't believe this. A, a Giants fan is defending a jet? I know that's crazy. To, right? to a jet? Listen, these are after these are the, the supposed three. best game that they've played in years? These are, these are the three. Are you what the playing? hell? I, these are the three people oh, I blame for goodness. this. You you blame you blame Lafleur for calling the play, right? You blame Robert Sala for looking at the play and saying, "Yeah, this is a good idea," and you blame you blame Zach for not recognizing that the the play was doomed to fail. And it's not. I'm like sorry, but I'm sorry. A, like we can agree, disagree. No option. way. It's no not like he didn't way. have a valid option. No, absolutely. It's not like, for sure. It's not like it's not like he went up to the line and, and they said, well, they only told me I have this. He knows that there's a, another option. And if you see that they're stacking the front 
with seven in the box. You any moron would know you no, 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 switch no. off. You, you switch oh, off. My goodness. This it's is it's terrible. a different thing. It's a different thing when you're when you're you. half a yard I can't away. You. I can't believe you. Well, you and I. I cannot believe you. Disagree because I cannot I, believe that you I would call your rookie quarterback a moron for following orders. I don't unbelievable. My, I don't need my quarterback. To be a mindless, a mindless guy. I understand that, but it's but it's understandable. The- there's a there's a margin of error in your rookie year. Okay, mm-hmm. I can excuse it. Just like just like we are excusing everything that Salah has done this year because why? Oh, it's his first year as a head coach over here at the yeah, Jets. Okay, but, but, but I'm not I'm not saying that. Let's see, Robert Salah, even though he's being excused for this season, okay, he still has a lot more to be accountable for because he's been a head coach for. How long? Or he's like been he coaching for how made, long? He's he been, hasn't made any egregious plays that make me question his decision making. I, I haven't seen anything like that. He's made know? some terrible time decisions. He's made some terrible timeout oh, decisions. Yeah, okay, he's made that, some terrible coaching decisions, including this play that he called. Well, he didn't call it. It was a fault. Well, he didn't call it. He agreed. He 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 he, he okayed it. Whatever. The buck stops always, always stops with the with, with the head coach. Yeah. Okay. But he's being excused. How is how how can you excuse the season and a bunch of other things that he's done? Because it's oh it's it's your first year as a as a coach. We'll see next year. We're we're gonna make sure if you're making the same mistakes next year, that's a different story. How are we doing that for him? But we're calling Zach Wilson a moron. Because because this isn't you're not you're not he's not staring down at a uh, at a single high safety that that's disguising a cover two, you know we're not he's not looking at a forty six that drops three and in, three into the zone and stuff. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about a play that's a run play designed first, and he's seeing the entire Bucks Bucks team, including the water by the water boy and the guy that drives the truck up on the line. Okay. Oh my goodness. I, I understand. I that's understand that it's a mistake that he made. Okay. That's the difference. But I'm not going to I'm not gonna freaking, you know, put him out to roast like that. I, I, I actually think Bruce Arian was was lined up in as as the, the Sam linebacker in that play. Oh my goodness. You know, I really I'm, I'm, do I'm, you, know, you know, like I, I can't believe you. I can't believe that you're a Jets fan and that I'm defending you know the guy that actually made you guys look good this weekend. Listen, I'm a football guy first. I played football back in high school. You know what I'm saying. So when I see stuff like this, it, it drives me nuts because this for me is like football 101. You know, and, and yeah, but it's a, it, it's a whole it, different. It's a whole different monster. It's a whole different monster to be there. Not you have to put this in perspective, okay? Not only is he playing in the NFL. Okay, not only is he having the best game he's ever played in the NFL, okay, but he's doing it against Tom Brady. Okay, the emotions, the the psychology behind everything. You know, he's I guarantee you that in his mind, he's like, Man, I'm having the best game. I'm doing this against Tom Brady. We're doing things right. You know what? I'm gonna have full faith in my in, in my coaching and I'm gonna do what they say. You, you okay? know what you know you know what drives me nuts also is as like I said, you know, if he had given that ball to Braxton, that at the very least, was was an easy first down. All the dude had to do was fall forward, and he would have had a first down. 
That's how wide open he was. I rewinded that play at least 10 times, and I'm looking at the entire thing. All he had to do was hand it off. He would have gone straight for for the pylon. They there was nobody around him. Braxton Berrios would have walked in. We don't know what could have, what would have, and could have happened. Okay, yeah, we will we'll never know. We'll I never know because that. Zach decided but, on a fourth and two. Hey, quarterback sneak sounds good. <laughs> oh, oh no, no no no! Zach didn't decide that. Okay, Lafleur decided that. Yeah. Agree to disagree. Let's let's talk about let's let's talk about the very very end because you know what that uh, that another was another defensive mistake um, by by the Jets there and again rookies rookies and you know what this is growing pains all along the board with the Jets here because that that last play to Brady with um I f- I forgot the the wide receiver but you know what the the Bucks are kind of in trouble here because they have basically no wide receivers left you know I think Mike Evans is there but you look at Chris Godwin and now Antonio Brown is gone um they're going to have a so, a bit of of trouble in the playoffs Yeah I mean it kind of sucks man it, it, it's kind of crazy right because it's like Antonio Brown's going to walk off the field on the on a year that like if he stays on there's Dang. a very big likelihood that like they, he would get another Super Bowl chip. Exactly, you know what I mean? You know? It's crazy to me because like I think that it's uh, expected to be what's what's the uh, the likelihood? It's going to be a uh, well before the whole Antonio Brown things. I think that the odds were Patriots versus Bucks. Um, I still like Green Bay over the 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 Bucks right now, especially the way that um that team is playing. But yeah, you yeah. know, you can make the case that the Bucks could have been there also. You know, yeah. Um, but w- with all the injuries and all the things that are going on with that team, uh, it's looking less and less likely that we're going to see Brady in the Super Bowl. But then again, you never bet against Brady, right? Never bet against Brady. Never against Brady. So no, that's that last Eli Manning. Yeah, I know. But that last <laughs> play again it was was a, a mistake, a, a rookie mistakes here because you know what? Um You said it, rookie mistakes. Yeah, I know, but you know what? This one is is a matter of and, and this is part of Brady here because Brady's brilliance is is being able to look off people. So, you know, if you look at you look at the way that play transpired, it was basically an out route and um you know the guy is a track star. Know your personnel when you're when you're playing against these guys because um, the safety was responsible for both both the 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 sideline guy and the guy that was streaking. The problem there was is that that safety and I believe his name was Elijah Riley and and I have to look back at that. But the problem there is that once he saw that the the, the first guy in the slot made a beeline toward the sideline at that point you gotta go after the guy that's streaking down the, the sideline and he took a horrible angle to the guy i mean he in in that particular case you go toward the pylon and meet the guy there and if i guarantee you if he had done that that guy would not have caught the ball. Instead, he went straight to the sideline. The guy overran him, and game's over. He he yeah. he walks right by him, yeah. grabs the ball. It's a touchdown. So you know, these are things that with the defense they're going to get straightened out. You know, um, and and like I said, 
it, it sounds like I'm trashing the Jets right now. You are? But, well, I'm trashing them for one play because, you know what, the the, the annoyance is, is that that's a play that could have won them the game. And, you know, it was a lack of football awareness, you know, on three people's parts that caused this game to end the way it did. Um, but overall, you, you got to like the way the Jets are, are kind of progressing here, especially at the end of the season here. I guess. Um, it doesn't sound like it, but I guess. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say that. I yeah. was going to say you got to like the trajectory that the Jets are going. I wish we had that kind of trajectory. You know, this is actually the kind of trajectory that we expected this year out of Daniel Jones and uh, Joe Judge and and, and and Jason Garrett and everything. So, Oh, Jason Garrett, please. Thank God he's gone. Oh, yeah? You think so? Because here's I, the I thing. Here's I, the didn't thing. Li- I, didn't, I don't like I understand. I, you know, I didn't either. I didn't either. And I was one of the people that were saying, like, you know, he's got to go. He's the reason that we suck. Okay? But guess what? We have been playing worse offensively since he's been gone. Who's uh, the offensive coordinator now? Uh, you know? Oh, not off the top of my head, man. I, okay. freaking, no, I, I guess it name, doesn't so matter. You know, It doesn't um, matter because, you know, hopefully he's he's done too. But uh, it, it's just, you know, it, this is this – is, they, it they hurts really so much. You know what I mean? It sucks you, so much that the Giants – are playing the way that they are. We haven't had an actual real season because Daniel Jones can't seem to, can't to stay, stay healthy enough. He can't stay on the field, but he also can't stay on the field because we have a terrible... I don't know if it's it's the chicken or the egg type thing. Is it Daniel Jones that seems to just be kind of a little bit flimsy? Or is it just that our O-line is so bad that he keeps getting hurt? You know? Um, I Maybe it's... Uh, I, I would assume it's a, it's a combination, combination of, of the yeah. two. You know, um, he doesn't have enough protection. Neither does Glennon. I mean, it's obvious that he doesn't have any protection. Look at what happened in the first the first drive of this past weekend's game. You know what I mean? Well, I, I, I'm going to tell you this. It doesn't help, and and this was kind of one of the reasons why I don't like Jason Carrot as a as a coach. Um, I, I remember, and I I think I mentioned this to you, and I can't remember the name this earlier this season, but your guy is literally coming off of a, a concussion, right? He, I think right. he missed time for a concussion. Yeah, he missed time. Right? He, yeah, he has missed time. And, yeah. and so, so what do the geniuses and the and the Giants coaching staff do? They they put him on a bootleg, and the guy gets smacked in the head. The very next game, he comes back. I mean, yeah, these are the things that you you don't put your your guys in harm's risk like that. Especially if he's coming off of concussion protocol. I yeah, mean, I mean, thankfully he continued playing that game. If I'm not mistaken, oh. he came out for a little bit. He came out for a little bit, but he continued playing that game. If I'm not mistaken, but still, regardless, I mean, you know, I, I even even so, I don't think that Daniel Jones is it. I don't think that he's the answer. No. Um, I think that he could have been the answer if we had the right amount of the right tools, the right protection, and the right coaching. I don't think that we have the right coaching. I know that they sing the, the gods grace and praises for joe judge and and everything uh i still don't see it um you don't think glennon's the guy <laughs> no no come on i mean you know to to, to be fair to you be know fair, what his record is right uh i have no idea what his record is i don't yeah. want to know i think his it's something career, like his career record. It, like something in 75 something like that six and 25 and he is in the midst of a 10 game losing streak. 
Jesus Christ. So, I mean, look. This is the guy you brought in as a, you know, as a backup, you know? Yeah, I know. I think that this is one of the stupidest things that they could have done. It's like, hey, we're going to take this rookie quarterback and then not give him any kind of, you know, proper backup, nobody to be in the locker room to give him any kind of guidance, nothing. Basically, the Giants went out and said, like, hey, you know, you know what the Jets did last year? Let's do that. Let's do what the Jets did. Let's be the Jets. That's basically what the Giants did. And I think it's... Uh. It's, that, it hurts my soul did you so watch much. The game? Did no, you watch I absolutely the game? did not watch the game. I, I heard the game. I heard like the first quarter, and then I stopped hearing the game. Negative uh, ten passing yards for the entire game. Oh God, Jesus! Negative how even, ten. How do you even do that? How do you, do you throw the ball in reverse? Did you turn around and throw the ball? I, I guess. Backwards? I like, guess. that doesn't make any sense. I don't. I don't know. Like I said, I I just don't understand how Glennon still has a job in this league. He's he's well, been, because he, he the, and like I said, I I mentioned the fact that he's he's lost his last ten games in in the time he's had he started his career with Tampa Bay, ironically, right? Um, and he he then transitioned to Chicago. He went to Jacksonville, and now he's with the Giants. With those three teams, he has one win under his belt. With Look, those three teams. You know, I why feel bad was for that, the guy. I feel bad for the guy. But why he, was that he, the guy for you guys? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I mean, I think to me, he's like a practice squad guy. If anything, you know, someone to take the lumps and bruises during practice. Uh, I don't know how he's the number two guy. You know, uh, but then again, I don't know why the Giants do the things that the Giants are doing. You know, the Giants. I'm sorry. I'm gonna. You know, despite how good Zach Wilson and and the team played this week, and the Giants are doing Jets moves here, you know yeah, these are th- no, these are things true. that the Jets have been doing for years, and everybody, including every single Giants fan, is like, "Yo, how stupid could you guys be?" And then look at us, look at yeah. us wearing the look at us wearing the 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 the, the green dunce code co- cone on our head right now. Like, it's what true. the hell is going on? I don't I don't understand. But yeah, I don't think that Daniel Jones is the guy because I think that there's got to be a full replacement for the coaching staff, and I think that's the guy that we, we have to go into another full rebuild. Basically, we have to do what the Jets are doing right now. Yeah, uh, Dan Jones, I think he's gonna. If anything, if he's gonna stay with the Giants, I think he's gonna be the number two guy. He should be the number two guy. I, you know what you I, know? I really, what I really think is gonna happen. First of all, uh, Joe Judge really needs to go. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm a guy that likes to listen to press conferences. Um, his press conference was absolutely horrendous. Well, you know, with the press conference stuff, you know, I would actually be kind of like a Joe Judge guy if I was if I was the head coach and I was Did giving you press conference this week. Though? No, 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 I didn't hear him. But the thing is, I've heard no press conferences to know that all press conferences are the same. You know, he no, doesn't. Oh, not this one. This one, I know that this one, he went and, and like. He went on like a a, a long rant, yeah, eleven minute, eleven minute rant about like you know, he still sees fight. He sees like good things, even though that like anybody like people don't see, but like you know, improvements week by week and this and the other. And and I know that he, uh, um, he literally said that people want to come to the Giants. Yeah, yeah, I don't. He says that he he's getting phone calls from people like, man, I wish I could follow you to the Giants or whatever. You know that I I would love to see proof of that. You know, but up until that point, up until that press conference, Joe Judge is the kind of guy that doesn't like to 
divulge what's happening in the locker room and divulge what's happening in the meetings. He doesn't. He's, he's the kind of guy. Another, he's living in another reality. I'm sorry. There, there's one thing to say. You know what? I'm a rah rah type of guy, and there's another one to try and say. You know what? What you're seeing is not actually happening. Yeah, you know? I mean, you know, the thing is, like, I, I don't, I don't think that he's fibbing. I don't think that he's lying and going out there and saying, like, hey, we got guys that want to come here and nobody's calling him. I don't think that that's the case. I think that maybe there are guys that are, you know, within circles, they're talking about, like, what plans they got and this, that, and the other. Um, obviously, before this past weekend's game. Um, and, yeah, maybe there's guys that are like, man, I would love to play with you, you know, someday, you know, on the Giants. Who knows? We don't know the relationship that he has because he does happen to have, like, some sort of respect within the, the league, across players and owners and so on and so forth. Uh, I don't know where he, I don't know where he gets the respect, but he somehow has it. Okay. And it's, and it's something that we as fans, we're not seeing, but they see, you know, so maybe he is getting these calls, but you don't say that you keep that to yourself. I know that he probably said that out of frustration that he keeps having to like answer the same questions week after week, but play better then play better. Yeah, exactly. Listen, answering questions is part of the job. Yeah, I mean it's a, it's it's such an abysmal game. I've never been embarrassed to be a Jets fan up until this past weekend. Giants fan, Giants fan. Oh my God, Jesus Christ! I'm being turned. Oh my goodness, Jesus Christ! No, you know what it is? Now. We're playing. We're playing so bad. So like the Jets that I okay, we get the point. We got hold on. No, no, no. You have to understand <laughs> that. Like my mind, this entire weekend was like. We are the Jets, okay? And now, clearly, my brain thinks that we're the Jets. Yeah. They're, this they're, is horrendous. Are, oh, my are, goodness. They are a complete mess. And <sighs> you know, I, th- this is what I really think is, is going to end up happening. Um, I, I do think that Joe Judge is going to come back for another year. I do think that Daniel Jones is going to be your quarterback for another year. I, I, you know what? I want to say that I, I hope not, but I also don't think so. I think Russell, Russell Wilson's coming. I, I, I think I, that he's coming. You and I disagree on that and stuff. So I think that he's coming. I think, I think that he's going to come. I think that he is. I think that he's just like, you know what? Screw it. I just want to go out there and have fun because you want to know why? That's what I'm seeing from a lot of football. And the, the, this this season specifically, they're like they're just like screw it, let's go, you know, fourth and five, and you know, let's go for the two point conversion. I've never seen as many special teams plays and 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 oh, yeah. two point conversions oh, yeah. as this year. I feel like they're all like you know, I just want to have fun now, sort of in a sort of some sort of way. It's it's and been a very like wacky Russell, season. Yeah, and I think that like the wacky season will also cause some wacky decisions too i think russell wilson's like you know what let me go to the giants let me see because what's the worst that can happen he comes to the giants for a year it doesn't work out it doesn't work out and he's like well my stock isn't going down i i he can still go wherever he wants see okay you're right in that um it's a wacky season and you're right in that russell wilson would be wacky to come here um, you know, you, you look at you look at the team. The the team is nowhere near. This is not a team that's a quarterback away from going to the Super Bowl. First of all, second of all, you look at the the general manager and the head coaching situation, which is not a good one. Um, you know, Joe Judge, as well liked as you say he is around the league, 
he hasn't shown to that he's got the medal to be a great coach. The the general sure, manager hasn't that. the general manager hasn't shown any capacity on getting in good players. Yeah, but Gettleman is gone after this season, and we're going to have a new general manager. You know, I understand that the general manager is going to be probably some sort of a puppet, but I think that Russell Wilson says that, like, all right, if you get this general manager, I'll come. I think that they'll make that decision. I think that it's going to happen. You also have to look at that salary cap situation that the Giants are going to find themselves in. I think that we'll be fine. They're, 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 I know that the, I know that our cap is terrible, but I know that they can shed weight. If it's Russell Wilson, you'll find a way. With the amount of picks that we have, they'll find a but way you're to gonna like get, it. you're going to get rid of those picks. I understand, but they may not get rid of all the picks. We just need to get rid of three of the picks, and then we need to you know do some trades, be funny with the the cap, and and we'll be all right. We just need so, to. We just. I think that we need to do anything and everything to get Wilson in. I agree. Okay? Right, what, he comes is, in. He comes he in. Is. Now the team is going to be enticing for other players to come in to get the right tools, to get the right protection, to get the right people in there. So, what is the impetus for Seattle to trade Russell Wilson to New York? I mean, Russell Wilson is on the border. Uh, he's borderline doing pulling a Harden. No, I, I I agree, but you, you know, know and I think that like they don't have an impetus. But at the same time, here's the thing. Here's the impetus. Okay. Here's the impetus. Here's the impetus. Okay. For Seattle, they're going to have to do a rebuild within the next couple of years anyway. But okay? this ain't the year to do it. But why not do that rebuild with the amount of picks that they can get from the Giants? But that's but that's the problem. And see, that's the problem that the Giants fall themselves into. This is not the year to do it. And it, it's ironic that the Giants find this is not the year this position because this, this could this, possibly be the year that they started. Okay, you get the you get you you can use these picks to trade. You can either use the picks that you get from the Giants to trade around. Okay, and kind of start building a little bit in, in preparation for the following year, or you start adding some some decent rookies and stuff, and and you get yourself the real rebuild the next season. The who's the quarterback okay? for Seattle? I don't know. It doesn't matter. I don't care right, less about that's, Seattle. But that's, you know I mean? that has to be Joe Flacco. Be, <laughs> <laughs> imagine. Hey, I mean, him, you know him I mean? and his COVID self get over there. You know what I mean? I mean, maybe they trade Dan Jones over there. Why would you take him? I don't know. I, it doesn't matter to me. I could I, care less. I could care less how we get Russell Wilson as long as we get Russell Wilson. But you got to you got to figure out a way on how he to even get him. looks. You he looks good in a Giants uniform too. I don't know, man. I I, I we'll we'll see what happens. I, I listen. My, I personally don't think Russell Wilson has a snowball's chance in hell to come to New York. Wow! You know, I really, really don't. I don't. Right. I've I've never believed it from the start. You know, be and, ready and, to eat your words. All right, here it is. It is what time is it? Eleven thirty, Monday, January third. We've got it on on tape here. I am saying Russell Wilson will not be a giant. You heard it here first. Heard it here first. You know? We'll see. Uh, We will see see about that. We will see. So, um, you know, right now, uh, I'm I'm looking at the score here. Let's let's see how Ben is doing because it is, like I said, it's 1130. It is 1914. So, um, the Browns are showing a little bit of fight here. We're in the fourth quarter with a minute left, 
and Big Ben has the ball. So it looks like he's going to win this game. Last game for for him on Heinz Field, and uh, I hope so too. You know, yeah, that's that's kind of like he's getting the treatment that I wish Eli had gotten. Like, let him go out on his sword. Let him play the last home game, you know, of the season. You know, no, they didn't you know do that to him. Yeah, They're like, oh no, he's done. He's old. He can't like, but look, look at him now. Like, we got a quarterback that can't do anything. Like, think about it. We spent all these years with Eli, not missing a single game. Due to injury, and we're like, hey, let's replace him with this guy that can't play a single season without an injury, <laughs> without missing a game. True. That's true. He hasn't. Jesus he hasn't got season. But you know what, Russell Wilson to me, and and you'll probably ap- appreciate this uh, analogy. He to me is like that old samurai Ronin warrior. You know that that he's he's on his last legs, and you know he's he's had the story. Honor, honorable career, yeah, you know, yeah. this, is, this is him walking into the sunset. So, you know what? I'm glad I'm, it looks like he's going to win this game. It literally does. And, um, I, I think he does deserve the accolades. I, I think he's yeah. had an, an incredible career and I really do hope he makes the playoffs because you know what? It'd be fun to see him. Yeah, it'd be that great. Ball, I mean, you know, that, that ball around, you know what I mean? And and hey, you know, man, I mean, look, like if anybody's had people, a, you know? if anybody has had a storied career similar to that of Eli's, it's Roethlisberger. I know he's had, you know, better records, better numbers, but he comes from the same class of Eli. He also has two Super Bowl championships. Yeah, he's going out the way that Eli should have gone out. You know, it's funny. So. Philip Rivers was probably you can make the case that he was probably the most talented of the three, but he did yeah. not enjoy the success that these other two guys have. He did not. Yeah, he know? did not. He so did not. It, it just goes to no, show a lot of it. It's not just talent. It's also yeah, synergy. Exactly. The, the only reason Tom Brady is Tom Brady is because of the talent that he has around him and the synergy that he has with the players, which is why he 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 worked so hard to get the players that he did in order to win that 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 that, that Super Bowl last year. I, so, I know we're wrapping up, but just answer me this one question. Brady or Rodgers for MVP? Ooh. I mean, it's got to be Rodgers. Rodgers is having one of the, like, a, a hell of a year. I'm first of all. And, and second of all, you know, I'm a Giants fan. I will never, ever give Brady credit for anything. So. Okay. And I really just, and I'm not even joking about that. I mean, I can go into a rant, but Brady isn't Brady if it's not for the people around him. Okay, you know, and that's it. There's a reason Brady. It would be one thing if he went down to the Bucks and like, hey, I'm gonna do it with this team. But no, he had to get Bronk, Gronk. He had to get Antonio Brown. He had to get all the pieces that he wanted because he knew that he couldn't be Brady without them. You know, he's like, he's like, you know what? Like, I did all this stuff at the in New England, but I did it with these guys. Now let me go to the Bucks. Let me do everything. Let me let me take everything that I learned. From Belichick and the and and the New England Patriots, the Patriot way. Let me bring that down to the pay, uh, to the Bucks, but let mm-hmm. me also bring a few Patriots with me too. Yeah, I, I, okay? I guess. If he you goes can, down there, if case. he goes down there and he does it on his own, then I would have been like, you know what? You're the Michael Jordan. You're the LeBron James. You know but I mean? you also you also have to remember when he, in his time with New England, he really never had 
superstar receivers aside from maybe randy moss randy moss i mean yeah but you you look randy moss was he played with him like what three or four years i understand the the rest of them was julian julian elman and um, i understand that i i understand that but but the thing is it's not just it's not just the, the 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 superstar you know tools that you have it's i'm gonna go down there and bring the patriots way but i need people to help me change the culture of this team to what i learned and what i had up there well that that's kind of with all sports i mean that started really with lebron james right. and the nba you know with the, the uh, decision with the decision right so uh, well w- when lebron james did that he didn't do that to form super teams he went and did the decisions in order to like you know to to do his thing lebron james did what i think that brady should have done to get the respect lebron james he went down to the to miami he got his chip but then he went back to Cleveland and got a chip over there. Mm-hmm. Okay, he did it. He didn't bring any superstars with him to, to Cleveland, and he did it. But then he bounced, and he did it again. Yeah, well, he, because... He went, he went to the Lakers and brought everybody, brought everybody sure. with him. For know? sure. But he still... When you do what he has done, no, I, you I, can I do that. Okay? Brady, Brady, in my opinion, you know, it's, it, it's, it's a completely different thing that brady is doing like i think i give it i do give him credit for what he's done mm-hmm. but i don't believe that it's so solely brady and and he gets all the credit without realizing that he wouldn't have done what he did at the bucks this last year this not this past season but the previous season if he didn't bring a few of the patriots that helped them do it okay i i i'm gonna surprise you and i'm gonna say i think uh brady is probably the MVP of this year. Um, no way. Only, only because he's leading the league in yards. He's leading the the league in touchdowns, um, and you know he he is taking that team to a probable Super Bowl berth that we still don't know. But you know what? To your point, let's see what Brady does with all his chips out. Um, yeah, either let's see what happens. Suspended or hurt. You know? well, let's see. I think that we're probably going to have another broken Microsoft Surface on the side. Yeah, I know, right? All right, buddy. Um, I think we're going to call it for this week. Um, it, this was a fantastic show. We got a little bit sidetracked with the whole Jets talk. <laughs> but that's I okay. mean, that's not my fault. That's okay. That's okay. I think the and, people would be confused with who's a Jets fan and who's not. And, and yeah, I know, right? And, and just so that you know, um, we have a final here in Pittsburgh. It is Pittsburgh twenty-six and the Browns fourteen. So Roethlisberger does get his congratulations, congratulations, home to field big, so. to Big Ben. There you go. All right, so on that note, we are going to call it. Uh, remember that the arena we are on your favorite podcast on Tuesday morning. So please be sure to check us out and we'll be back with another episode where we argue about the Jets and the Giants uh, next Tuesday. And so until then, guys, we bid you adieu, right? Uh, I don't think that that's the call sign that we're going to be using, but yeah, we'll, we'll, no, we'll no, we're, we're, st- we're still working on that. We'll, we'll get it eventually. Yeah. All right. I guess so. Maybe. Yeah, there you go. All right. Later, people. Peace.